final destination. All skills on. No odd job. Slappers only. Jordan, I have a question. Yeah, what's your question? What do you do when life gives you lemons? Well, you don't make lemonade. Mm-mm. I believe you're gonna get you're gonna throw those lemons back. You're gonna get mad. You're gonna get angry. You're gonna get you're gonna make life through the day gave J.K. Simmons those exploding lemons. <laughs> Folks, we're talking about a wonderful game of Portal 2 today. And I'm I quite like this one, Jordan, as you can tell because I brought it in the first place. I uh yeah, I, I think this is it's a game I haven't played in a long time. Me either. Uh, but uh, this game uh, is definitely was one of my favorite games ever when I was like 15. Mm-hmm, when you were a baby. When I was baby. Uh, I played it. I think I was in middle school when this game came out. It was one of the first games that I was incredibly, incredibly hyped for. Uh-huh. You know, you know, back in back in those those beautiful good old days when you were able to have uncaveated love for video games and get excited without knowing that there's a chance that the game would be bad. Yeah, what whatever happened to that? Well, I think the games came out and they were bad and then oh, you, you, had, right, you experience that once or twice and then you go, "Ah, mm, okay, I'm not I see. well, my childlike well, wonderment well, has been destroyed. Maybe Assassin's Creed 3 wasn't particularly what I expected it to be, but but Portal 2 is really good. Uh Portal 1 for anyone who is maybe not a Valve head like mm-hmm. I well, I won't say am, but was. Was. Um, Portal 1 was a sort of a brief it, little game. It felt game. like a proof of concept almost, you know? I mean, it was one of the best games I'd ever played oh, absolutely. at the time also. It was, it was a little mini, I don't know, f- not even a five or six hour. It was like a outing. two and a half to three hour yeah, adventure. Very a little short romp little through thing. the fields of aperture science. It was a puzzle. It's a puzzle game. You shoot portals. They make kind of... They connect to each other in a game mechanic that is so beautifully engineered that uh, no one has ever done anything like it again, because it's just, it's just Portal. It's just Portal. Uh, it's just Portal. It had a very unique sense of humor, very of its time. I uh, I had to go back and look at Portal 2 to see if I, I still was able to get good chuckles out of it. And I, I gotta say, it's still pretty funny. I, I'm sure there's some jokes in there that haven't aged. Yeah, no, it, it's like, well. you think of you think of comedy writing in games, and you think of something like Borderlands, and that game ages as well as, like, a fucking dog turd in milk. But no, yeah. Portal 2, there's still some, like, as much as people rag on, you know, funny Cave Johnson exploding lemons, that shit still is kind of funny. <laughs> I, think, I think all of the, like... GLaDOS and then Wheatley later on stuff is is still there's still some genuinely great lines in there a lot of really good jokes um Portal god this game was a phenomenon when it when it came out oh my god I mean, the internet took the cake as a lie and and turned it into it a into fucking monster dirt like you hear that that phrase now and it just makes you triggers your fight or flight uh senses but I mean besides the cake is a lie I mean there was the companion cube. Oh, everyone yeah. loved that fucking thing. There was the every- fucking companion little cube. turrets, the, the little turrets, Ratman. That was the, mm-hmm. there was an entire Ratman comic and yeah, like a there's Portal fucking lore. ARG. There's pretty deep lore to the Portal, Portal series. Um, so that was just in the first game. Yes, right. 
And then they announced like a full release, full length, mm-hmm. $60 shiny AAA. sequel, big old sequel. And th- I should say, we didn't even say Portal 1 was just this little proof of concept that they put on the orange box. Yeah, you, you like couldn't even buy it on its own at first, I don't think. No, I think it just came prepackaged with, uh, with Half-Life with, 2 and Team yeah, Fortress 2. TF2. Um, but Portal 2 was, I mean, oh my god, Holy fuck. I was so excited for that game. And they had an incredibly good uh, ad campaign to go with it. I don't know if you remember it very well. I really know. The little, they had, it was so good. It had all these aperture science, like, commercials about Oh, the no, I do remember with a little, like, stick-looking man. turrets. Yeah, and there was the little turrets, and there was the long-fall boots, and it was all, it was very, very fun. Um, and... Boy, this game really lived up to my expectations for it. That's what I'll say. I would not to be on my bullshit all like I am all the time, Jordan. But but going back to my definition of a perfect game, I think Portal Two might also be one. I don't think that there's anything that I would complain about with Portal Two. There's some there's some you know there's some lines of dialogue that that haven't aged well, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but mechanically, oh. artistically. Uh, in a story perspective, in a perspective of humor, yeah, I, I would agree that this game is, I mean, it takes everything that's good about Portal, yep. adds more of it, mm-hmm. adds some incredibly great new puzzle mechanics, good oh story, God, good music, good characters. Really good length, too. I feel like that gets lost in yeah. a lot of these conversations, but like, it's about I think like a 10 to 12 hour game, which I think is like the perfect length for this kind of thing. I think it's really good at... at um at giving you good variety because because portal one was very much like a very uh a sort of very consistent escalation of difficulty mm-hmm. you were learning the mechanics it was pretty bare bones in terms of actual variations on the puzzle so it was mostly about portals boxes and lasers yeah uh and this game added gels what, what, added... what if there was a goopy what if there was were there bridges in the first portal no, bridges, yeah, were, bridges new. were in the second one. Uh, basically, line. everything was new for this game. So yeah. bridges, the the fun, the tunnels of mm-hmm. asbestos or whatever it was, moon the dust, moon dust, the the orange and blue gels. Um, really, just there was so much good stuff in here. It was all really well introduced, and then you know it uh, iterated upon, which I think is really good. Uh, I really love the new way that they because because aperture science in portal one was just you know very clean white test chambers yeah and then in the second half you kind of get to explore the the inner workings of it and it's all dirty well, industrial because yeah, it's been nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine yeah, days in this game they they expand on aperture science in such a fun way and they add my favorite part of the game which is the old aperture science yes. from like the 1970s which is such just such a good so idea. joyous like they they do such a good job of like pulling on the nostalgia from portal one because like the first section of the game literally is portal one it, it is yeah, exactly. the exact same puzzle from portal one but you're going through it again but they're like you know overgrown and fucked up and then like you start to get really wacky and oh god is mm-hmm. every i i feel like i remember almost like listening to the soundtrack i remembered almost every single like room that these songs played in just like i was actually having a little bit of trouble with that because because uh I was trying. I was trying at some points. I mean, there's some that I remember, but some I was like, ah, I don't remember mm-hmm. when this plays at all. But yeah, it is a it is a 64 song soundtrack, and I'm amazed at like how much variety is there based on just like okay, this is a soundtrack where it's like mostly like just ape shit, hard to parse electronic music, and then also a little bit of opera here and there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I will say one thing I I uh, really enjoy portal 2 does and i think it was probably the first time i'd ever noticed it in a game just because i was 
I was in middle school. I was I was older. My brain was maybe working a little bit better. So this is the first game I played where I'd noticed that the soundtrack had those little adaptive moments, specifically the gels. The gels and the lasers are the, the main lasers. ones here. I think the bridges do it too. They'll they'll kind of sing with the uh, yeah. with the level as you as you play. It's really cool. I I like that a lot, and I think a lot of the music is well suited to have those moments in there. Yes, um, especially because they can tailor the music to what mechanics are being put in. So they don't need to worry about adding certain elements in if they're not going to have the gels, uh, which are the main ones that I remember yeah. really change the music. I mean, you know how much we love dynamic soundtracks here at Slappers Only Industries. They really are my favorite thing in the world. I, I, It's just like, I know what I like, and what I like is a dynamic, adaptive soundtrack. Yeah, God, it's just... Speaking of soundtrack, this game composed mm-hmm. by noted Valve guy Mike Moraski. Is he the one who's done like is he is he the the their guy? Yeah, TF2, Left 4 Dead, Counter-Strike, Half-Life Alex. And God, beyond that, a... he does film VFX. Mm-hmm. He was the massive crowd technical director for all three Lord of the Rings films. He did Matrix Jeez. Reloaded and Revolutions as well. So like he kind of does a lot of cool shit. That's a really like I I've, I've never really looked into this guy, but damn. I mean, the the thing about Valve, um one of the one of the most, like, <laughs> in 2021, <laughs> the way that people view Valve is a lot different from the way they view them in the... B- back you know, when they still made games. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about what Valve's uh, output was, it was Half-Life 1, mm-hmm. uh, often considered one of the best, like, PC shooters of its time. Yeah. Uh, technologically, you know, insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Half-Life 2 and the episodes, once again, pushing the bar, adding these kind of physics-y elements to it, uh... Those were my Half Life Two was my favorite game for maybe ten years. Yeah, you and everyone else on the internet. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Half Life Three, the greatest game ever made. Oh, we all Uh, I loved when that game came out. We loved to play it. Uh, TF Two can't fucking believe how good the music in that game is. I mean, just in the the trailers alone, all had a really great such like uh, a bombastic feel to them. You know, I really love it. Um, And then Left 4 Dead, a a co op shooter Mm -hmm. that some people I I played Left 4 Dead a few months ago and it was still really fun. Portal Two is also a co op shooter if you think about it. Yeah, Portal Two had great (laughs) co op. I've been thinking about. I very nearly ruined a friendship playing Portal Two co op freshman year of college. Oops. Well, we um, were we were um, we were not. Let's say we were not in our right minds. No. And trying to do those mind bending puzzles cooperatively, Jordan, it can put a, quite a strain. Yeah. So I do like the way that the game introduced those those excellent um, those excellent like something that they added in Apex Legends. I know people really like is the way you ping th- things. Yes. Kind of communicate. But Portal Two had that. Yeah. In there. You get, it, call it. And I think ping- that Pingle Two. Pingle Two. Peggle Two. Peggle. That's what I'm calling. Two. It. <laughs> Peggle too. Um, maybe one day we'll do Peggle. <laughs> maybe we'll do fucking. I love. Peggle. I love Ode to Joy. <laughs> God. Um, shall we start talking about the excellent music in this game? Like you said, it's all very, very buzzy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. electronic music and some opera. Yeah. Uh, Max, it is your turn. I get first pick. Us. Um, remember when I said how this game starts out and you are in the sort of derelict, uh, torn up first portal areas in aperture science yeah can i say sorry before we get started can i just talk as a as a former uh as a as a person who is is still at heart obsessed with valve games even though i like to say how angry i am at them all the time Mm -hmm. um playing portal 2 as a valve fan is really confusing 
because Portal Two and Half Life, uh, ex- or Portal and Half Life, exist in the same universe. Yes, Black Mesa and, and Aperture make- Science, famous rivals. They they make they nod at it constantly. It is not it's not like a one time thing. It's like Aperture Science is uh, for any of the people who care about Half Life anymore and still and still find it in their heart to care. And I know I'm cringe for still caring, uh-huh. but you have to understand this is my childhood here. Uh, Aperture Science is involved in one of the most ridiculous cliffhangers uh, slash open mysteries in the Half Life lore that will never be resolved. Nope. I hope it never gets but the resolved, point honestly. Is, the point is is that uh, when you play Portal 2 and you realize that um, it's set in the same universe, around Portal 1, I think, takes place maybe who even knows when, and then an unspecified amount of time has passed between the two games, mm-hmm. and you and, and you just have to, as a, as a Half-Life fan, you have, just have to grapple with the fact that you have no idea what, is, what has happened to the world mm-hmm. since Portal 1 happened, and you don't really... Like, it's just very weird to think about. Yeah. It, it, it's, like, just been left in the dust because, like, I, I don't know if it... Because, you know, like I said, you know, it the game wakes you up and it's, like, it's been nine, 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 nine days, you know, yeah. since whatever the fuck. I don't know if that means that, like, it has been fucking, like, an apocalypse amount of time and Shell's just been fucking under ice or whatever the hell. Or if it just got yeah. on the fritz. I mean, I assume that it was just that you've been asleep for so many days that the counter stopped working, so it really is unclear how long it's been. Yeah, because I think been. people still think Ratman's still alive. That makes no sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I, th- that part that part of the portal lore is stuff that I don't... I, yeah, I, I, I don't, don't, don't fuck don't with understand. any of that. Um, no. But, but, but yeah, like I said, you start this game, you're in the, like, weird, creepy, abandoned Aperture Science Labs, and I want to talk about the soundtrack, which is probably one of the most, like calm not scary soundtracks in this whole game it's called technical difficulties And this is a Super Metroid song. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, it, 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 it's very reminiscent of that. It has this very nice, like, like very slow harp arpeggio. And you have really light choir in the background. And, like, this weird, like, harsh piano note that you hear. Where it looks like, like, dong, that you get every once in a while. Um, it's probably not a piano. But, like, it, it gives you this very, very creepy, unsettling sort of, like, exploration score. Because... You know, if you play the game without playing Portal 1, you're like, oh, cool, we're in an abandoned lab. But then if you play it while playing Portal, you're like, I know exactly where I am and what I should do. And it really adds to this feel of unease where you're like, yeah, I feel like I shouldn't necessarily be here right now because it's all weird and all fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. It just adds a very spooky, spooky atmosphere to like a familiar area, which I really, really appreciate. I really like Portal 2's sense of eeriness mm-hmm. because um, in Portal 1, you don't really get to see outside the lab. You get to see the sort of behind the scenes. Yeah, you get to see like the weird um, like brick and, and metal and all that. Industrial. But then Portal 2 comes along and it reveals that all of the test chambers are just like these giant amorphous changing structures yeah. in this big empty void that can be moved around. And I really love how creepy that is. Um, these games are really good at, at managing their tone between being very funny and and kind of irreverent but also there's a, a really nice 
uh, under a sort of underlying creepiness yes, to them all. Absolutely, and obviously, obviously between like Glados as the as the evil AI is, mm-hmm. I mean, very very evocative of like Shodan or any of those yes. other characters from from survival horror games. So it's got a really good uh, sort of grounding in that that genre but it's of, of course we know portal is, is a very funny series that is very lighthearted. so it's very good at balancing those tones oh it, they good, do it really really well it's really well done um yeah this is it's very mysterious uh, there's a lot of good uh sort of mystery tracks in this yeah game and, and, and they're not to... the easiest to talk about but like they're just very good for atmosphere and i feel like i wanted to bring something like that just because it but before things kind of get all fixed up and pop off like i feel like it's a really good thing to kind of ease you into it like yeah it's, it's a creepy spooky world find out what happened mm-hmm well i uh i'll i'll turn things around completely yes, please. 100%, all the way on its back um uh, I'm going to talk about the, uh, the well, it's 2021, so I guess this is the first time anyone's used this phrase in a while. Let's talk about robots for the win. Oh, FTW. wonderful. This is the credits music for the co-op. Yes. Um, basically, to me, this comes across as someone being told, uh, write the happiest sounding robot know, music right? that you can possibly create. Um, it's, I love the, first of all, I do love the the rhythm, the sort of rhythmic slash melodic motif. Yeah, it's very bouncy and bubbly. It's it's so fun. I love the robot solo that happens where just all the melody cuts out and it's just this bleepy bloopy machine just making bleepy bloopy sounds it's, like a, it's really really fun do you know i feel like portal really uh supercharged the phenomenon remember when people they people take their hard drives and make them enter it and like you get like 16 hard drives and they play megalovania for you they play med- yeah i feel like portal 2 was designed in with those people in mind of like make your hard drive play this song genuinely that's exactly what, yeah I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some hard drive noises in here somewhere. Yeah, no, genuinely, like, I was going to say, I, it's in several places in my notes, I write, this is a hard drive buzzing noise. <laughs> like, you could tell now, me, you could tell me that Mike Muraski like, sampled a hard drive buzz and turned it into an instrument, and I'd be like, yeah, I believe you 100%. Would not surprise me. Yeah. Um, I also want to say how funny the juxtaposition of this song is, um, compared to what is actually happening in I the know, game right? as it plays. Because the ending of the Portal 2 co-op is that you've just unlocked, like, thousands and thousands of humans who are in cryosleep mm-hmm. who you are now going to torture and test. Yeah. Like, you're going to put them through the horrible testing that GLaDOS does. And it's like, yay! Yay, we, we did, did it! it! Science! And as, and as the credits are going, you just see all the people in the tanks, like, being scanned in as GLaDOS is just saying very... It's just, like, commenting on their personalities. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. I really like it. Um, pretty fucked up. A uh, very catchy, silly song. I love the kill. Hey, here's a question: Atlas or Peabody? Oh, I Max. was always a Peabody guy. It's a Peabody to me. You gotta play Peabody. Better colors. Better tall colors. Turret. Tall. I, I like his cool. He always felt like a turret that grew arms and legs to me. Yeah, I think that. I think that. I think that Atlas is supposed to be a personality core, and Peabody's supposed to be a turret. Oh, uh, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, same shapes. Yeah, same shapes. Uh, I always like the 
I just, there's something really fun and charming about the co-op in just the way, like, it was the first game that I played that you could do those little gestures yes. and wave and dance and play rock, paper, scissors, and all that stuff was just so fun to play with Which your I friends. Which, like, I always felt that that was kind of in service of it being an online co-op game where you weren't, like, where you were matched up with a rando online and didn't have voice chat and had to figure it out. But I have literally never played Portal 2 co-op that no, way, and I never not. will because that sounds like the most miserable experience in the world. It sounds horrible. And now, of course, every game has make your character do Orange Justice for 50 hours, uh-huh. but... I don't know. I like I like the one in Portal Two. It's it's just very yeah. It's it's just dis- it's detached from that by a lot of time. Yeah. So I don't. I look at it and I think ah, oh, that's cute yeah. that you can make them play rock paper scissors. And I liked playing rock paper scissors because I actually use that in the game sometimes. Who is gonna do this? Oh, I'll play rock paper scissors for it. That's you cute. play rock paper scissors and go. Oh, okay. Then I'll do the. I'll go over there. And yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Port- Portal Two is a game that's that fun. dares to ask. What if Alice and Peabody hit the woe? Uh-huh. <laughs> what if Atlas and Peabody uh, were skanking? Yeah, one whips and one nanays, and that's how you solve the puzzle. Exactly. Uh, uh, Max, what do you got next? All right, next up, we're gonna get we're gonna get a little more, a uh, little more, a little more epic, a little more symphonic, a little more dark. We're gonna go back into the story. And so, you know, you fucking, we know what happens in Portal 2. You meet a funny little guy. He wakes you up. He tells you to fuck off. You find a portal gun. Oh, hello, I'm, I'm a little guy. Oh, I, oh I'm, I'm Stephen hello. Merchant, in it. Go oh, blimey, governor. Hello. Oh, it's me, Stephen Merchant. I'm going to say some funny things. Okay, here's the thing. I was going back through videos and God, Wheatley's dialogue is... It's very, it's very funny. It's very funny. Really, it's really funny. I like <laughs> I like when there is that really great achievement that was so fun to get when you break all of his monitors. Yes, I like um, that. That's like one of my favorite achievements in any game just because it's it's so entertaining. And when you do it, he just gets con- – he just increasingly gets angry at you. I know. One, but but right at the beginning, he, he doesn't want to make it seem like – he doesn't want it to sound like he's pissed off. Yeah, he's, so he's, he's very like, Sundari. Yeah, actually, I was just – I was just thinking we have too many monitors and I was hoping someone would come along and break yeah, them. Yeah, it so rules. thank you. So fucking good. So good. Um, Okay, so my bad. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, you're good. Um, another side note. One of my, I think my, 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 my my favorite Wheatley quote is when you're trying to escape from Glados, or like in like the first third, and he's like, "Hey, buddy, I'm speaking in an accent that is beyond her range of hearing." And then she's like, "I can hear you," and then just pops off. But anyway, um, you hang out with Wheatley. You you wake up Glados. She makes you do more tests, and then you eventually you make your way to Glados's chamber. And the sort of plan that you hatch is to switch GLaDOS with Wheatley, so Wheatley's in control of the facility and he can let you free. Um, and it goes really well. It goes really, really well, and the song that plays is called I Am Not a Moron, all caps, exclamation point. And you can definitely tell that things will be good and happy based on that track name alone. I really love that moment in the game so much. Uh, I really like the fake out. Yeah, he's he's like celebrating, and all of the all of the things are like flying around. Uh-huh, he's got like confetti. the confetti, and he's so smart. And and it even musically, it even starts out in a major key. Yeah, but but then like you know like the electronics come in, 
and, and like you kind of like, the choir coming in, and then you get like this da 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 da. It almost it almost sounds like the Hollow Knight theme, a little bit. I that moment where he he's laughing and then he, t- he turns, turns into evil, an evil and laugh. then the so lights turn it's, red. It's such a good moment. I love it, and I love I love the Wheatley villain reveal. It's so fun because he's not because a villain. Wheatley's he's just, just dumb and corrupted. He's, he's just so, so fucking stupid. I know, and. The, and they're like, we need to stop him before he blows up the the lab because he's just so bad at his job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the scene ends with him just like slamming the elevator. Oh, and of course, he turns he turns Gladys into a yeah, potato. Yeah, could a moron uh, dunk you into this pit? Which is what I say every day. <laughs> I love I love Gladys. I love Potato Gladys. It's it's once again, it's such like it's such humor for its time i know but it's also just so funny i believe the official name is potatoes potatoes yeah yeah i'm a potato it, portal 2 is a fucking good game jordan it's really funny it's 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 really nice to step back into portal 2 and kind of appreciate this humor that you know this kind of it gives me the vibe of like i don't know it reminds me a lot of Less random, but kind of Invader Zim e. I get what you're Just going for. Just that kind for. of like science theme, like it's very sciency and it's very irreverent, and it's it's not like like I now when I think of shows that are trying to do sciency comedy stuff, I think of like Rick and Morty. Mm, yeah, it's definitely not that. No, but like, no, no, no. It's better. It's good for one. It's very good. I I think it's I think most of it is still holds up, yes. but it's definitely not the kind of humor that that uh, you <laughs> see anymore. Do you, Do you think? portal is one of the direct causes of like the whole phenomenon of i fucking love science yes yeah nerd culture think geek like i think i think i think i think portal might be like patient not patient zero for nerd culture but typhoid mary it's definitely typhoid mary of nerd culture Uh um it is it is it, it permeates everything there's so much of it in there I mean, just the cake is a lie alone. It's How fucking many people... ubiquitous. I know, exactly. Like, it's not really the fault of Portal 2 that it happened like this. And I think or Portal and Portal 2 are still very funny and fun games. We're better but... off for having them, but they did create some unspeakable evils. They did create a monster. Yeah, uh, fucking thinkgeek.com, fucking all of that stuff is mm-hmm. is definitely... It wasn't helped. Portal 2 didn't help. Yeah. My my last thing, this is completely unrelated, but, like, I'm just going to show my own ass on air. Um, I still have and drink out of Mario Girl pinup glasses from ThinkGeek.com that I got as a Christmas gift many moons ago. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think if I've... I I, I definitely have bought something off ThinkGeek before, but I can't remember what it was. It's... I, I do get sad when I think about the fact that, like... They bought, got bought out by GameStop and all of the interesting and yeah. weird stuff they sold. Now you can buy like, Funko Pop. I can buy a Funko Pop. Yay! Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's all it's all it's all capitalism. It's all merchandise. We're better off for having Portal Two. Is the takeaway here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, guess I guess if I guess if I want like good video game merch, I I don't know why I'm just about to accidentally do a commercial. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I was just gonna be like, oh, you know what? Website sells really good video game this merchandise. Brought to you by and no, absolutely not. No, bleep that out, Max. No, <laughs> we're not doing. They didn't give us a cent. I will bleep it out. I'll add it'll. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite sour candy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I was about to go there too. Tangy toddlers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like. I like. That's a very, very good pick. Yeah. All right. What's um, your second pick, Jordan? Well, I've got a very, very good pick for you, and uh, it's a moment from Portal Two that I think lives rent free in all of our heads. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it might be 
the best moment of Portal 2, uh-huh. right at the very ending. Um, you have defeated Wheatley, you've blasted him into space. I still, to this day, kind of feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, GLaDOS is back in charge, and she says, get the fuck out. Yep. I will kick you out of the lab, get in this elevator, and leave me alone. And then you go in, and uh-oh! Oh, the no! The doors open up, and uh, there's a bunch of turrets. And Chell fucking twist dies. Ending, twist, twist, twist ending, you're gonna die, but actually, they start singing at you, Max. They start They start singing... singing they start singing at you, and it's one of the most enchanting moments in a video game. I love this part so much, and it's uh, it's the song Cara Mia Adio. Same slap for me, homie. Fuck yeah. It's not really a slapper to me. Like, it doesn't slap as much as it is just very special. Again, we picked Somnus really like one it. time, Jordan. <laughs> we did pick Somnus. Um, I love the fact that this moment is foreshadowed several times. You can see yes. the, the turrets, like, reciting and mm-hmm. practicing for this moment. Um, and as you go up the elevator, you see some real fucked up turrets, like the gigantic leopard-spotted turret I love that one, the Animal King. I love it so much. What, why is it? Who, what? What is it? I, I want a whole game explaining who that one is. There is, um, there was once upon a time a line of blind boxes you can buy that were turrets with different prints on them, and like the rarest now, one Max, was a tiger. Max, print. I have, Max, I have, I happen to have three of those on my shelf and a companion cube from that same oh, line. Oh, so. Jordan, that's epic. I have, um, I think, I think I had the bumblebee patterned one. I don't know where I the fuck a, it is. But. I think I have a yellow one, a brick patterned one, and maybe a, a classic white. Uh, and then I have the companion cube, though I don't know where. Mm-hmm. It is anymore. I really do like the fact that there's just a gigantic um, king turret that takes over the government. Or I something. know. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it like goes in the UN. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this moment. First of all, uh, uh, I like that. So Ellen McLean is the voice of Glados. Yes. Um, and the, my not claim to fame, but my mm-hmm. uh, Ellen McLean was like a local celebrity in my town where I lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did lots of theater. Uh, so I actually got to see her in a show one time and it, and it was, uh, and it was right before portal two came out. So it, in the program, it said, uh, like, look for her in as the voice of GLaDOS in portal two coming soon. And I was like, yes. yes. Uh, so that was really cool. And, and Ellen McLean is a, is a really good opera singer. Um, and obviously, she's sang two songs on the Portal One and Two soundtracks that we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about at least one of them. Um, but I think it was kind of a shame that that uh, with Still Alive and Portal One, you know, she's a really good opera singer. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, but they mm-hmm. had her singing this kind of like you know pop whatever, yeah, sure, great song. Uh, but I think it's really good that they let her do this opera song where she's singing against this big <laughs> opera singer turret. Mm-hmm. It's just a very good moment. And I, I, it really sticks in your brain. And I love this song. Yeah. I I just always get very nostalgic when I hear it because it's, yes. it's such a great moment in the game. It, I, 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 what, what distinctly, what gets me the most at it is the very, very end where she hits that last note. And like, because that's in the port of the cutscene. By the way, I think the first and maybe only cutscene in a Valve game. Because you're just watching yeah, it happen. I've I've never uh, understand why people say that. Because I mean, 
Half Life One has a cut, or Half Life Two starts with a cutscene. Half Life Two ends with a cutscene. Mm. Um, Half Life Two Episode Two has a, at least one cutscene. Oh, okay, but uh, I mean, it, uh, yeah, I mean, if anything, Half Life Two starts with a cutscene when then G Man is talking to you. But I mean, I, I do agree that this is definitely like they're very very rare in yeah, golf yeah. games. Um. But but at the very end of it, she like as Ellen McLean hits that note, you're like spit out of the elevator into the cornfield, and then you hear a tumbling, and then the companion cube, your companion cube, the, your companion tumbles cube out. Comes out. Have you heard the fucking like lore theories behind that specific companion cube and why Glados gave it back to you? No. Um, the whole thing is when Glados uh, deletes Carolyn from her brain. Um, people think that since companion cubes are like basically these big old fucking like hard drives, she put Carolyn's AI into the cube and gave it back to you. So Carolyn could still hang out with you, which is like, it's a cute little thing. I that's like nice. It. I don't think that's true. Um, and also she says in the song at the end that Carolyn is still there. She says Carolyn is in here too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't get that, that theory. I think that the companion cube is just a, a big special cube. It's just, it's just, it's just a big funny cube. It's just a big funny cube. I, it's a, uh, I, I whenever I talk about Portal, I it like floods back into my brain just how much like once again we all think of the cake as a lie, but the companion cube was maybe even not as much of a phenomenon because it wasn't just like a few words that you could write down and annoy people with. But God, that fucking cube was everywhere. That fucking cube. Oh, people loved the cube. I mean, I mean, you gotta you gotta hand it to Valve for the the way that they. Just like it built this this puzzle around the cube, put a little heart on it, did a couple extra lines from from Glados, and then all the and then all they had to do was make you put the cube in a furnace at the end, and just by doing that, it, it, it broke the brain a, of nerds everywhere. It broke the brain of every single person who played the game, and I remember playing Portal with the like commentary on and just talking about how easy it was to get people to care about the cube. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> they just had to put a little heart on it. And, yeah, and it's that easy. It, give it a. Sp- I love it. It's very good. Um. It's a very clever game. I have to maybe I'll play through Portal again soon. Yeah, uh, I really want to play through very, Portal again. Very Jordan. fun, really <sighs> good. Um, it is it is a very it is very special that the you do eventually get the cube back at the very end, especially because the game is teasing you about it the whole time. Right, like it, when you're in Portal Two, it just constantly is like, "Hey, where's that companion cube? Just kidding, you killed it. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. No cubes for you. you I monster. think they might even do a part where you it fakes you out and makes you think you're gonna get a companion cube, and it's like a fake companion cube. I don't remember. Uh that sounds about uh, right. Sounds. I haven't played this game in years, yeah. but uh, I believe it's you. good that you get it back at the end. What do, what do you got next, Max? Final Slapper. I'm bringing mm-hmm. the heat. Um, yeah, bring it in. You mentioned a certain part of the game where she says that Carolyn's with her still, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, little Carolyn is in here too. Um, Remember how the end of Portal 1 had a song? Yeah, the Portal 1 song was like a maybe even more influential than the game yeah. in some ways. It's kind of a huge deal, that song. I don't think it's a spicy take to say that Want You Gone is better than Still Alive by, like, a no. fucking walk. I think that Still Alive was more influential than Want You Gone, but Want You Gone is a better song. I'm pointing to the Ocarina of Time sign. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the Majora's Mask to Still Alive's Ocarina yes, of Time. Yes, and this is my third and final pick, Want You Gone. What a fucking great pick. Same slap. Song, same, song of the summer. Slap. Remember when you tried to kill me twice? Oh, how we laughed and laughed. Except I wasn't laughing. Under the circumstances, I've been shockingly nice. 
It's a, it's a fucking jam, this song. I, I mentioned this to you, that I have, like, sense memory with this game, and the biggest yes. one is hearing Want You Gone, because I distinctly remember beating Portal 2. Portal 2 came out April 2011. I graduated high school May 2011. I distinctly remember beating this game the day after I graduated high school, and I was like, wow. Like, I felt, like, more liberated from beating Portal 2 and leaving Aperture Science than I did graduating fucking high school. <laughs> <laughs> I like... I like the, uh... The antagonist, how antagonistic. She's so mean and rude, but in a fun way. She's so rude about it. And even more so than in Still Alive, because in Still Alive it was just like, hey, you tried, but I'm still fine. Mm -hmm. But in this one it's just like, fuck you, go away. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I want you fucking out of here. I love the line where she says, she says, uh, under circumstances I've been shockingly nice. I know. Fucking killed everybody in the lab. Yeah, so my favorite part of it is like I think in like the final, the final core, yeah, the the final verse where she's like, um, maybe when I delete you, I'll stop feeling so bad. But the lyrics on screen that turns to redacted. I love that line. That's so good. It's so good. Um, I will say I think Glados' voice is so good. I love the voice of GLaDOS. I think it's so good that they let her sing. Yes. Um, huge inspired idea to have GLaDOS sing a song at least twice. And then also she sings when she's a potato, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this effect. I actually was so delighted. Uh, do you remember the uh, the hit movie, the hit movie that could have spawned a fan franchise if the other ones were good? Uh, Pacific Rim. Oh, I remember the funny big robots yeah, with the cool shark Guillermo, monsters. Guillermo del Toro was such a big fan of this game that he literally just went to Valve and said, "Hey, can I put Glados' voice in my movie?" And mm-hmm. then they said yes, and then it was really good. So, if Guillermo del Toro asks you for fucking anything, you gotta say yes. I mean, you gotta say yes. The song is just such fucking bop. It's, it's so nice and like I it, the 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 um like production on it is so cool too, right? It's not like. Like, you know, Still Life had, like, the, like, little bit of electric guitar and, like, like I think, like, an auto harp yeah. or something. But this but is this is, like, like, like th- that very first... It's it just, like, oh, it gets you so good. It, I just love, like, it's all very, the chords it's in very it. Mm. tonally consistent with the rest of the music in this game, which mm-hmm. is interesting because it's, it's not composed by this. It's composed by Jonathan Colton, who is someone who writes music, but mm-hmm. I don't really know anything about him. No. Um, so I think he's just one of those, like... Paul and Storm or fucking those kinds of silly I write songs for the internet kind of guys. Yeah, like an epic um, bacon man. Like an epic bacon man. Uh but I think you know that you've really succeeded in writing a song for a game if if you would reasonably be able to fit it on a playlist somewhere like on a put it on I almost just said put it on your MP3 player which is just goes to show how long ago I played this game. Yeah, right. Um but this song would not... You, you wouldn't put this on your phone and listen to it and be like, video game music. It's just a good song. It's just a song. Also, going back to what you said, looking at Jonathan Colton's um, Wikipedia page, first of all, when he graduated from Yale, he was in some bands called the Spizwinks and the Yale Whiffin' Poofs, so Oof, epic bacon, man. Jail. Jail. Um, jail. Jail. And then also, there's a photo of him performing with Paul and Storm, so got of it course in one, baby. A, I was I was gonna say uh, Paul and Storm and then like Da Vinci's Notebook and then like John and then I remembered that Paul and Storm are in Da Vinci's Notebook. So, yeah, it's all it's all connected. Yeah, they're all it's just in the fucking Paul and Storm Internet Funny Bacon Man Cinematic Universe. Uh, I did hear someone said that uh, that that John Flansburg of They Might Be Giants worked on 
the uh, drums for this song, I, I think. There's which is kind of cool. There's a version of Still Alive that's sung by Jonathan Colton? I don't ever want to hear that. No, it's not. I've, I've heard that before, but uh, it's it's not great. And then and then to further complete the They Might Be Giants, Jonathan Colton portal circle, uh-huh. uh, there's a uh, Jonathan Colton once performed uh, Fingertips by They Might Be Giants, and it's not as good as the original nope. either, so... Don't don't even bother. Yeah. But anyway, I feel yeah. Like doing covers of, I feel like doing covers of TMBG is just like don't yeah. Why would you do that? Do, don't do f- it. Find something else to do cover of, please. Yeah. Don't embarrass yourself. Uh god, this is a good I feel like this one is the one like when we when we bring songs and it's just like I don't want to pick the obvious one for the winner. Sometimes you have to. It's a little Sometimes you pick like I don't know. I mean, I mean I'm not giving away what I'm picking know. like at the end, but like some like I had to at least bring it cuz it's a fucking bop and a half. Yeah, some sometimes songs are just so powerful that they have to be considered for for the winner. Um let me bring to you my final slap. Let's get that final. Let's go with one that I really enjoy. I was thinking, uh, do I want to, well, I got honorable mention, so yeah, yeah, yeah. we're all good here. Uh, so I talked a lot about Old Aperture and how much I enjoy it. Uh-huh. Now, this game has a, a really interesting uh, sort of emphasis on ar- arpeggios in the music. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed yeah, yeah, yeah. It. But especially, especially in the Old Aperture levels, um, where I, I really enjoy uh, the one that's called Forwarding the Cause of Science. So this one is really just very nice to listen to. It's just very pleasant. It's uh, It plays as you're going through the old Aperture levels. You got Cave Johnson talking out your ear, saying all kinds of dubious things mm. that are uh, that are interesting, and, and uh, some of them maybe not as funny as they used to be when the game came out. What year did this game come out? Uh, 2011. 2011. That's exactly when I, f- I feel like it came out. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah. I think that what's really good about, once again, the, the emphasis on arpeggios is really good because um, the way that this song works is at any point, and, and uh, in the soundtrack version, they, they add these little sprinklings in. When you would hit the gels, because this is where you learn about, you get the yeah, gels. Yeah, you, you bouncy boy and a fast boy. Yeah, when you bounce on the gel, the arpeggio speeds up, so it goes like... Yes, I love it. And then when it. you when you run on the orange gel, it goes like... It just, like, uh, stutters it, and it's very cool. And I just love how, how very pleasant... It's got this sort of underlying mystery to it. It's kind of subdued and laid back, but it's also very, very nice to listen to as you're, as you're doing these puzzles. So I think that after... You know, after the Wheatley moment, things take a little bit of a darker turn. You have the falling. Yeah. Literally, the 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 dark uh, turn comes the, as you fall. The, the lowest, the lowest point in the story the is the lowest point in the in, laboratory. Yeah, lowest. And then you know you get separated from Glados, and and you, you have this moment as you're crawling through the the deepest parts of the lab. You know, it's all ruined and fucked up. Um, and then there's this gigantic door, right? And that what is Big the fuck is behind door. that door? open up the big door and then it's just this really interesting part of the lab it's all like looks like it's from the 1960s or 70s mm-hmm. um there's a really good sense of time progression as you go through and you see time passing 
and you see the people involved. You know, you get the the aging portraits of Cave Johnson, yeah. and the technology gets a little bit better. And I just love this part of the game because it's very, it's just it has a such a unique atmosphere, and I think the song really works with it very well. It's not, it's not the sort of dark horror-ish adjacent like you know right sidling up against horror horror it's it's much more about kind of unraveling this mystery yeah but it's, it's like lighthearted yeah lighthearted mystery and and eeriness and of course there's all those fun dialogues and i think this is definitely the more the sort of funniest part of the game for me because you've got potato glados you've got these good mysteries you've got fucking take your daughter to work day yeah. uh, you've got lemon monologues there's just all this good stuff in there um, so I really like this song. It's yeah. really nice. I it, 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 I I really like the um, oh, what is it, the part? I, I don't know, like just going back again. What you said, I really love how uh, the effects of the gel play into it. Like it's one of those songs where like and, and soundtracks as well because you know like we said like the light bridges and lasers add to the song too. It's one of those songs that when you play the game, you can sort of like make up those parts in your head as you listen to it. You know. Like, yeah. you, you picture it after experiencing it yourself, which is just very fun. Yeah. I, oh, one I thing I also like about this lot. part is that, like, how as you go through old Aperture, you see the logo update over time. Yeah. It's like the 50s logo and the 70s logo and then, like, the, you know, the modern logo, which is always fun. I remember when the game was coming out, they had all this, like, lore stuff about Aperture coming out. And then it reflects in the game mm-hmm. in very cute ways. Like, uh, like if you're a Portal lore head, you know that mm. Aperture Science uh, originally was a company that manufactured shower curtains yes uh and uh if you when you walk into the old aperture like lobby there's just an award for like the number one military one. contractor shower curtain yeah it's, it's, like very, that. Very it's very cute. funny i like it it's i love all that stuff i i think it's very funny that uh somehow of all of the games that they've made Portal is the one that has the most sort of deep and consistent lore for Valve. Yeah, you know. Uh, no, 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 no. TF, no, TF2. TF2. Oh, true. Yeah, TF2 that, that, has that's another ins- fucking level. In- yeah, that's that's like I I don't understand half of the lore of TF2. I mean, but- to, to be fair, TF2 has like the sort of benefit of it being active since like uh, what like 2007. So yeah, and the lore is mostly explored through comics and stuff. I mm-hmm. think so. That's why I don't know any of it. But um. Portal lore is very fun. I I think it's it's got a good sense of humor to it. Yeah. Um, Max, you got any honorable mentions before we yeah wrap things up? Here? Have a couple. Um, Excellent. Want to give a shout out for the final boss theme bombs for throwing at you. <laughs> what a good name! What a good name! It's like this is like a fucking Paper Mario boss battle theme. It's just so over the top electronic, like with this crazy crazy percussion. And again, I feel like this game has a lot of light motif in it, like where you just, you know, yeah. like we mentioned, Karamiya Audio plays in a lot of different tracks. Um, uh-huh. and, and and I think also beyond that, like there's light motif in the instruments because I feel like, yeah, I, like when I hear that sort of like main buzzing electronic noise, that's the Glados noise to me. Um, and then Wheatley is more symphonic, but like this whole track is just, you know, it, it's it's a fun final battle track that. It definitely has the sort of soul of the portal music, but I feel like it's a good transition to like a combat encounter, which is you know way more of a combat encounter than fighting Glados in the first game was. No, yeah, but it's, uh, they're good. They're 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 fun in the way that they turn the mechanics, the puzzle mechanics, into combat mechanics, and yes. then of course it's capped off with that great that great moment where you you put two and two together. Oh, the white the white goo is made from moon dust. Well, then I'll yeah. Just shoot oh yeah, right fucking top moon. ten gaming moments right there. One of the one of those great. The, the Portal Two is filled with so many moments that just like 
your brain just never forgets. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely up there. Yeah. Got any others? Oh, uh, yeah. And the, the other one is uh, is a little track called Turret Wife Serenade. <laughs> um, so th- this one is an Easter egg track. It, it's one of, I, I think it's one of the um, first, I, I remember the puzzle it's in. It has like a lot of walls and like um, emancipation grids that you have to go through. But there's this one part where if you can kind of like move a, you have to kind of like move turrets and the uh, glass orb cubes that like redirect the lasers yeah. around to like get into this like part of the ducts where you see a turret and it's like, it's doing almost like a sort of like, like, um, uh, what's that fucking track called? Like the Hungarian dance one. Um, it reminds me of some sort of like Eastern European, like old timey yeah. dance track, but it's like this one turret that's like kind of using its motors to play a song, which is kind of a, you know, a bit of a foreshadowing to the big musical number at the end. And that was always such a fun Easter egg for me. I always think, I think it's really good. And I also like that it's called turret wife serenade. Yeah. Uh, it makes me think of just, just the concept of, of, of wife, like, this is turret wife guy. Yeah, yeah, it's a turret wife guy, exactly. Um, my honorable mentions are, let's see, I've got uh, Reconstructing More Science. Oh, of course. Which is just like, I, I genuinely don't even remember what this song is in the game. I think, I just it was, feels, I think it's just the trailer music. It's a tra- No, I want to say it plays when you get, make it back to Wheatley Aperture. Um, Maybe. But it's also trailer music. It's just really good. It just, it just kind of the distilled essence of Portal 2. Um, it's got all those bleeps and bloops you crave. It's got those super yes. buzzy synth sounds that are really nice. Um, I really love the yeah, that's really good. Um, just just a really good sort of distillation of the tone and the atmosphere, and it and it definitely leans into more of the darker, humorous part of the sort of black comedy aspect of Portal as opposed to the you know the kind of pleasantness that you can see, see in other parts right. of the game. Then I wanted to talk about, just very quickly, just to play for your ears, for our listeners, um, there's laser, uh, what's it called? Uh, triple laser phase. This one is really, uh, is found on one test chamber. Uh, it's, I remember very distinctly, this is the, cause, cause as you're going through the first part of the game, GLaDOS is fixing up all the old chambers. And this is the first one that you walk in where it kind of looks like a Portal 1 chamber. It's all really clean and nice. And she goes, this one's looking pretty good. Yes. And as you as you redirect the lasers, in, and it's about redirecting three lasers uh-huh. to open a door. And as you direct them, they add more to the song. Yeah. So, this, so the, when you get all three, it plays this really cool kind of ethereal laser song mm-hmm. that I really enjoy. And then the other one is uh, is called Hard Sunshine, which is very similar to... Uh, yeah. To triple laser phase. Just just the game communicating to you the mechanics through the actual puzzle object singing out yes. to create these nice noises. And I think that's just such a good idea. It's I really very like cute. that 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 feedback. Uh and then one more, one more, one, one more, more, just because it's a very funny moment, um, is Machiavellian Bach. Which Yo, is yeah. when, I like that when one Wheatley, you just show up into this chamber and GLaDOS is like, oh my god, he's playing classical music. And then he just, Wheatley's just bragging about how he's reading He's so books. fucking smart. I love him so much. <laughs> he's just like, oh yeah, I bet you haven't read this one. God. So fucking funny. Wheatley's such a but fun again, little guy. I really like Wheatley. I, I genuinely always felt so bad about having to blast him into outer space at the end. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just a funny little guy. Yeah, power corrupts. What can you do? What are you gonna do if you're if you're hooked up to that big evil robot? It's gonna make you big and evil. Mm-hmm. Um, we we went we went one whole discussion of Portal Two without ever mentioning Space Core. So congratulations to ah shit. Oh no, Jordan, oh, no. we lost the game. Mm. 
You know, I think Space Corps is pretty funny. I just think that was another one that the the maybe didn't survive the times. It as was well. another epic internet moment. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I the other what were the, the other two cores there? Because Space Corps there, there was, was the one exploration of them was like core and the fact core. Fact core, right? Because exploration core is the one that was like, "Hey there, hey, I'm Rick. I'm Johnny Thunder." Johnny Thunder. I don't remember the actual name. And then Facts Core just gave you bad, incorrect facts. Yeah, that was always Good very shit. cute. Well, and then and then Portal One. It was uh, there was the the Curiosity Core that was like, "Ooh, what's that? Oh mm-hmm. my!" Oh, There's like a really... Feral there Core. Was, there was the Evil Core, and then there was the one that gives you a recipe for cake, the cake that involves yeah, yeah fish shaped fecal matter. Mm, wonderful. Oh, Portal. Oh, Portal never well, changed. Quite a, sen- quite a quite a sense of humor you got on there. <laughs> oh. Haha, hee hee. Max, let's pick our number one. Let's do it. So we brought. We got technical difficulties. Mm hmm. Um, I got Want You Gone, and I got I'm Not a Moron. Got Robots for the Win, (laughs) 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 Karamia Adio, and uh, Reconstructing More Science. No, 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 sorry. Forwarding the Cause of Science. Forwarding the Cause of Science. Yeah, forwarding the Cause of Science. Um, Um, I think I got it. I mean, I'm. Yeah, I'm th- I think I got it. I'm I'm really tempted to bring one, but I I, I think one of the, the other ones a better song. So I let's got it. one, two, three. Karamia Audio. Oh, you know what, Max? You know what, Max? No, that's my heart song. We're doing Karamia Audio. I you don't even have to convince me on it. I it's like one you got is so ubiquitous, but I feel like Karamia Audio is more like novel to me. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you knew there's gonna be a song at the end of Portal 2, but you didn't know there's also gonna be like a Turret fake out. Turret opera. Jokes on you. We didn't kill you. Opera. Such an incredible moment. I really love that moment. I'm glad. I'm. I'm. I'm much happier with Karamia Audio than yeah. what you gone. Tbh. I think it's a really great part of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's an ending sequence that never would like. I think that this is a one time thing. I don't think any ever, other game would ever do anything like this. Mm-hmm. Even just like ending with a little song, like a cute little song, like Portal One and Two do, mm-hmm. and then having this extra. Yeah. element added on adds to the very it's a very emotional moment in the game because obviously the game is very you know humorous and silly but also you 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 feel things in this moment as yeah. you take the elevator out and you feel the it, it's very good for the sense of closure that you're done with with portal 2 at this moment right this is a really great moment i love it what? A really great game i'd say yeah it's a really good game uh all right karmia audio fuck Wonderful. yeah let's go what hell yeah go um, let's also go to Twitter. Let's Pokemon go to our Twitter at slappers only pod, where you can ask us questions, give us comments and explore in the hottest and spiciest of your own takes. So we can tell you whether or not you're objectively correct. Like we are. Yeah. Can I say our listeners mm-hmm. are so good at like, cause, cause you know, we don't always do good remembering. Sometimes we post yeah. the questions post like a couple hours before the episode starts, but our listeners always dumped, fucking pull through with good ass questions for us. I know we have so many this week, so let's let's get through them. Let's we'll hit it. I love to talk more about. Here's one from friend of the show, Milk Succubus. It's our good friend, uh, Milk's Milk at Milk Succubus One on Twitter, who says, "If you could transfer any video game antagonist into a potato, who would it be, and how would they handle it?" Hmm. Hmm. That's a very. That's a very good. Come, Nerevar. I am a potato. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I don't know if that's what I want to commit to, but I do really enjoy thinking about it. Yeah, you know, like, I... Hmm. I'm, like, thinking of, like, my favorite games. It would be very cool. What if... <laughs> what if Vrom the Vacuous Spider in Bloodborne was a potato? What if Ganondorf came back, oh. but this time... 
this time something got fucked up. The goddess, the goddess played a prank. Oh no! And now he's trapped in a potato. Be pretty good. Yeah. When you you you, you fight uh, Radiance, you go inside Radiance inside the hall. Oh my god! And then there's Radiance a potato is a on the inside. Potato. Little potato for you. Mm-hmm. Um. And then of course, Cooking Mama, the most fucked up final boss fight of all. The oh. final boss of Cooking Mama making a Hasselback potato. Oh god, evil. Can't be done. Evil, terrible. Terrible. What if you put? What if you put? Uh, see, if I was if I was gonna make Portal Three, maybe I'd put Wheatley in the potato. Oh, like a funny turntable. Like a little funny, like a little how the tables have turned. Um, here's one from Stephen Moore at Marshmallow on Twitter, who says, "What song would you fire someone with?" Hmm. Um, I, I would I would never fire anybody. I'm never in that. Would never willingly put myself into a position where I have no. To yeah, fire abso- absolutely them, so. not. Um. I think that I think that if you're gonna fire someone, you don't rub it in with music. So yeah, that's that's my that's my take on it. I, N- I nothing. I I I I I think I would I, I would play. Hmm. Yeah, I think like nothing is just the true option. But I think I think I think if you're gonna have to fire someone, you don't play music. No. Yeah. You don't want to unless unless it's like un- unless it's like you're firing them because they got a much better job, and then you get to play very happy music because you get to see them, you know, yeah. grow and succeed. Yeah, and then I guess I would play, uh, I'd play the Mother Base Happy Birthday Congratulations song. <laughs> yes, good. Um, and then I just tell them to disregard the part where it says Happy Birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here's one from, uh, here's one from Aus Final Boss, friend of the show, Austin, your friend Austin, yes. who says, uh, and this is interesting, I'll be interested to hear your take on this, Portal is a better series than Half-Life, where does this scientific take land on the Scoville scale? Um... Me personally, I agree with Austin wholeheartedly. I don't think this is quite spicy at all because I. Th- what? Mm. What? How much Half Life have you played? Have you played all the Half Life games? I've only played Half Life One. Mm, ah, I see. So, so I, I don't. I, I yeah, was, I was interesting to see where you're you stand. Well, here's here's the here's the pros and cons of this take. Number one, Portal Two is is two games and it is complete. Yes, Portal Two is a completed series. Mm-hmm. Um, Portal Two is very tight. It's 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 it is exactly what it, it is. It is one thing, and that is it. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a nice self-contained story. All of those benefit greatly from Portal being better than Half Life. Half Life is just much bigger in scope, yeah, and much bigger games that have a lot more going on. So I guess the question is, do you prefer something bigger in scope? and scale or something much 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 more refined and on a smaller scale so i think i think i would actually agree yeah just on in terms of quality uh definitely there's no parts of portal that i i don't enjoy and right. i think there are parts of half-life one and half-life two and episode two as a whole i'm not a huge fan of that i think are eh. yeah so yeah yeah I, I, I would agree i think so yeah um yeah i think i think if if you were to ask me, Max, uh-huh. if I if I were visited by the dark spirit of Gabe Newell in my in my bed one night, uh-huh. he said he said, "Hello, I'm Gabe Newell, and uh, do you want do you want Portal Three or do you want Half Life 3? I think I would still pick Episode Three or Half Life Three or whatever the fuck it is, only out of like curiosity. Uh huh. Like like Portal Two is done at that point, and I would just need to I would just need to like have that demon put to rest. Um, of course, Valve loves to be pranksters, and so they've they've tried to restart the clock on Half Life Episode Three, yeah. which is very, very fucking funny of them ha, to do. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, the the nerve of them to try to to try to restart the, the clock on that. And they know, and they know they're not going to make Half Life Three. They just wanted to, you know, they wanted to restart the clock on it with with Alex. So being fucking stinkers. Uh, 
Yeah, terrible, terrible company. Terrible company. Um, here's one from Nero Wyvern at Dragon Smoocher and number one Edelgard Stan on Twitter, who says, What moment from this game still lives in your head rent-free? For me, it's the part where he kills you. That's Great. a fucking wonderful part. The part where he kills you, um, obviously the turret opera at the end. And then for me, the other one that I never fucking forget is uh, of instead of blowing up the tank of neurotoxin, you empty the tank of neurotoxin and it is so empty that it implodes on itself. Yes, that one's very like cute. It, instead of triggering an explosion, you trigger an implosion and it says neurotoxin levels dangerously low, implosion Im- <laughs> yeah. imminent or whatever. It's very fucking funny. I think for me, it's got to be fucking portaling to the moon. Like, that was just such a fun payoff of, like, learning that the portal services are made of moon dust, which is like, oh, it's shit, so like, big. yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's uh, it's very good. It, it isn't, it isn't, I think it requires, like, just enough. It's that one split second, because obviously the game makes it very, very obvious that you have to shoot it at the moon. Uh-huh. And, then you, and then you have that moment where you say, ah, I get, I get why this works. Yeah. It's very good, very good. It's, love yeah, that. very, very fun. Um, here is a couple uh, comments and takes from friend of the show, Argyle, at Argyle underscore Funk fellow co-host for both of us who says anyone else spend most of 2011 2012 playing halo reach while listening to the soundtrack on their xbox 360 because i did and then as a callback i also listened to the music off the cd that came with skyward sword a lot that is that the zelda symphony yes yeah this is zelda symphony cd um i didn't do that but that does sound very emblematic of the times yeah that's extremely like comfy early 2010s gaming vibes to me because because i remember portal 2 and then halo reach yeah we're some of the first like games I was truly, truly hyped for mm-hmm. as a teenager, like as a young, maybe not even teenager, I might have still been like twelve years old uh, as a preteen. Uh, so one of those games was really good, and then the other one, well, you know, it was fun to play when you were in middle school for sure. I think it still holds up. <laughs> I recently played through it with Austin, and I quite liked it. You quite liked it. I'm glad. I think glad I think it's, I think it's still it's still my favorite Halo game. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll have to revisit it one day. One day. Uh, and then Argyle offers a list of takes. Yes. Um, and I'm just going to read through them and uh, you give me, give your appearance, okay? Uh-huh. Or your opinions. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. appearance. Uh, Portal 2 is better than Portal 1. Yes. Yes. The credit song is better too. Yes. yes. Uh, in a vacuum, the Lemons thing is pretty funny, but it's far from the best Cave Johnson recording. Yes. Uh, yes. I think, the, I think the Lemons line, my hot take is I think it's still pretty funny. It's still pretty funny, but yeah, it's, it's not, not the best Cave Johnson one by a while. Mm-hmm. Um, fact spheres is best f- sphere. Mm-hmm. If we're not counting Wheatley, yes. I think I agree, but I also really like the cake, the cake recipe sphere. From the from first one. one, yeah. Um, and then reconstructing sci- more science still bangs, yes. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Good job, Argyle. Yeah, good job. Um, <laughs> here's a, here's one from a friend of the show, uh, at the tallest Jew on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, who says, perhaps they took inspiration from forcing their villain's computer system to be powered by a potato, but Valve were real homies for making this a game I could play on my MacBook from 2009 without causing the fans to scream too loud. That's pretty impressive. Source this engine, a, baby. The source engine is, is pretty impressive to me. And uh, looking back, watching gameplay footage of this game that is very old. I mean, this game is 10 years old now. Um, it looks really good. It still like, fucking it still looks really yeah. good. And the and the effects, like the blobbies, the blue gels and the water effects, mm-hmm. like there's those they look really good. I actually I'm pretty it's sure really I know how they game. made those blobby effects. Um I'm not smart enough and don't know enough about it to go into it, but essentially but they're particle effects, right? Like big particle effects. No, um, 
what it is is not like the way everything else ra- graphics is rendered in the game, but what it is, it's like they're just geometric points that the game renders a sphere around, and those spheres can like shift and blob when they're around other sphere points. Mm. The the yeah, I, you, I, you play Pikmin three, right? Yeah, the final boss of Pikmin three does that. Oh, cool. Um, I haven't finished Pikmin three, but that's really okay. Cool. Well, yeah, I you'll mean, you'll know what I mean about, when you get there. Then, like. Video game liquid and blob physics is always like getting better. Yeah. Um, but the fact that the game has those good blobs in good blobs, it's 2011 is, is really impressive to me. Yes. And do you know, I think that this was a do you know about where the gel mechanics came from? What do you mean? Like what where they were inspired by? Yeah. Uh, I it was a night, not sure, not off the dome. So I believe, and I think this is actually the case for Portal One as well, like the existence of Portal One. Uh, is that the gels were inspired by a game called Tag the Power of Paint, really? which was a DigiPen game. So DigiPen is that is the uh, the video game school of some kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I played Tag the Power of Paint, uh, and it's really cool. It's 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 basically like the speed up bouncy paint, and then shoot it out of a little gun. And then I guess Valve uh, really liked the idea, so they just hired those people on to make this that's the gels cool. work in Portal Two. And I believe that that's actually where the Portal One came from. Was a similar like a DigiPen game. It was Narbacular Drop. Narbacular Drop. Right. 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 So um, I thought it was really cool to see their idea. Yeah. That uh, look really and it looks really great and it splashes around really great and mm-hmm. it's just a really it fun, still holds it's up. a really fun concept. Um, Here's one from at Siberian Pine Bumble Freeze on Twitter who says, Do you remember that website that was a rain noise generator and uh, the national song playing over some portal fan art? I don't. I don't, I don't remember that, about. but I believe that happened in 2011 very easily. Here's a, uh, here's uh, at Pogliacci <laughs> Proto J <laughs> tweets at us, uh, formerly known as, as Boo Boo Hop- Show, uh, tweets at us a wonderful comment. I will I will now read it out loud to you. Um, and I'm sure that you uh, you you know what's happening next. This uh, this party's cool, but I wish there was a way to find the geeks and gamers in the crowd. This cake is great. It's so delicious and moist. The cake is a lie. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from Girls and Games. Wonderful. The greatest story ever told. <laughs> and then here's one from a friend of the show uh, at What Is Cosplay who says, Hey, how weird is it that Wheatley played Caliban and Logan and the SS guy in Jojo Rabbit? Y'all remember this guy who used Source Filmmaker to make Portal music videos instead of porn? Steven Merchant gets around one. Steven Merchant, yeah, he, uh, I mean, he's a he's a pretty prolific actor and comedian. Um, I don't know, I mean, here's the thing, is that Steven Merchant used to very much uh, work with and associate with uh, with Ricky Gervais. Gervais, yeah. Um, and I don't, I mean, I don't know any, I can't vouch for Steven Merchant as a person at all. I don't know what he's been up to in the past 10-ish years since he did Portal 2, but I do know that he's very, his voice is very funny in the game. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I always think it's really funny that, uh, and kind of unfortunate that the source filmmaker is such, like, a, a powerful tool and lets you make all, all kinds of really cool things, and then people just were like, well, I, we're gonna use it for one thing. i be horny about it. Yeah, you know, it, it, it definitely feels like, um, using your powers for good, using such a robust animation engine for something cool and not, you know... To get people's rocks off. 
I mean, it's really funny because I remember when uh, they released, what was it, Meet the Meet the Pyro, I think, was the first one where Valve put out this really cool portal, or the really cool TF2 trailer and was like, hey, we made this entire thing in the Source Filmmaker. Um, look at all this this cool tool set. Now, my question for you, Max, is which do you prefer looking back on it? Because because Source Filmmaker is now one thing. It's, it's just getting horny with it. So it's not used for making films. But looking back on the output of Source Filmmaker animation on YouTube versus... It's the it's the uh, it's the Chad source filmmaker versus the Virgin going into Gary's mod and yeah. making the beam just yeah, and yeah. jiggling everything around because that's I think the superior art form. No, the, the, there's something just truly like culturally unbeatable from just like just having a little laugh in Gary's mod. Yeah, like uh, fucking full life consequences. Just mm-hmm. like trying to use those terrible <laughs> tools to make make animation happen is is truly yeah. truly wonderful. Outstanding. Um, so I, as as much as as much as uh, like Source Filmmaker can be used to make uh, Wii Fit Trainer do whatever whatever things you want Wii Fit Trainer <laughs> to do um, with uh, Gex. Like I think it's much. I think you you can't do that with Gary. Gary's mod is unhorniable. Yeah, and therefore is the superior tool. No, yeah, the game checks if you're horny before you boot it up. Yeah, you gotta you gotta prove to that you're not horny. Yeah. Um this is like when we were talking on Kamarocho Radio about um. Making unhorniable games, uh, because you would think that Morrowind is, is you can make Morrowind horny, but people sure did try. So yeah. I'm sure there's horny Gary's mod out there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, that's just the fucking curse of humanity, isn't it? Yeah, truly. Um, those are all of our questions. Yeah, Very thank good, you, everyone. List of questions. Thanks all uh, for letting us talk about Valve games so much. Uh, I'm only allowed to do it once a year, mm-hmm. and then they put me back in my Valve fan box and laugh at me uh, as I as I sit and waste away. Uh, desperate for any crumbs that Daddy Valve will throw mm. my way. This this pathetic. crumb kind of looks like a three. Oh. Pathetic, pathetic. I'm such a I'm such an embarrassment to 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 this podcast. <laughs> it's okay. I forgive you. It's okay. I'm I'm, I'm I, it's I'm only doing this to myself. Is yeah. The thing. No one else is involved, so it's fine. Um. Well. Well. That's it for Portal Two. Yeah. I I've got I've got a choice for uh-huh. you. Because I've got one game that's like a big a big game, like yeah. a big game with a big soundtrack that yeah. would be one that would be like, oh, everyone wants to hear our takes on this game. Uh-huh. And then I've got one that is a very funny choice for a game with very bad music, but also a game that has some good music. Uh, I mean, I I think, what did we do before this? We did like Skyward Sword before this. So we, we've done big games yeah. with big music. So I want to, I want to, ha- I want to hear the nuttier pick. Okay. Um, hey, Max. Hey, Jordan. Do you, you like, you like RPGs. Hmm, why would you be asking me of all people this? Well, you love RPGs. You love specifically Final Fantasy. I'm looking directly into the camera right now. <laughs> well, now th- take that Final Fantasy and throw it in the trash. And now oh, okay. I'm, I'm actually, I am going to give you one additional choice. Okay. Um, which is, I want you to pick a number between one and two. <laughs> um, Let's go with, we just did Portal 2, so let's go with one for now. Oh boy, okay, excellent, wonderful. All right. Now, Max, I know you love Final Fantasy. I know you love those iconic characters. Name name some of your favorite uh, classic Final Fantasy characters that we all know and love. Oh, I love I love Cecil Harvey. You know, I love Rosa, yeah, Rydia. Clouds. Uh, you like uh, you the like Onion Kid. You like Sid. Yeah, I love Sid. Did I say Leon? You I'm said sorry. Leon. I meant I meant to say Squall. Oh, that was yeah. my bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um now let's take Final Fantasy. Let's 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 uh let's put some <laughs> Let's put some ears on that bad boy, Max. Oh, uh-oh. 
And uh, you have picked the number one, so we will be talking about Kingdom Hearts 1 oh. next week. <laughs> you, you picked just, this, Max. This was your this choice, was my fault. not mine. You did. <laughs> well, I Kingdom love, Hearts one, it is. I love how you just talked about how you're like a fucking pay pig for Valve, and now you brought like the most evil media property into our house. Uh huh. Well, you know, it's the most evil media property ever created, but also it's one of the most hilariously cursed media properties. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be bringing <laughs> Kingy Hearts. This is funny because I think Kingdom Hearts Two has much better music. It does. So, um, you're right. <laughs> it's you pick. You pick this. Oh. This is your. This is a. This is an episode of your making. Max. This is the thing. This is the thing, though, Jordan. This is the thing, though. We haven't like done a game that has like largely questionable Goofy. music yet. So yeah. I feel like this is good for us. It's it's room to grow. This, I'm I'm a. Yeah, I I'm thinking about some of the uh, sort of Disney World, the Disney movie tracks uh, out of this game and how bad they are, yeah. and I'm very excited now because it, this is now, um, and maybe it's controversial to say that Kingdom Hearts One has some questionable music. I'm not sure how people feel. about No, I don't think that's controversial at all, my friend. Kingdom Hearts Two has some good music. It does. Um, and uh, but <laughs> we'll be picking the best song <laughs> out of a out of a real as a, a real, real dubious lineup. This now April Fools was our Donkey Kong Country episode, but I feel like the real April Fool in this in this <laughs> we're the real April Fools we're now. The real April Fools. Oh, tremendous. This is your fault. Don't forget Max, this is your this fault. This is my fault. You I take this. I take full responsibility for what we're about to do. I'm so excited. Oh my god, it's going to be so good. Mm. I'm, Outstanding I'm, I'm, work. I'm making chef kiss. All right. Good. Well, that's that's what we have on the horizon. Kingdom Hearts number uno. Oh God. With hit hit uh, hit characters such as Sora, Riku, and Kyrie, and Donald Duck, Michael Mouse, uh, Scooby. That'll be fun. God, uh, be fun. let's wrap things up. Uh, yes. Fucking Karami Adio. Best song. Yeah. Too. Good Confirmed. choice. So so glad we got to talk about this game. What a great what a great pick. Thanks, Max. You're welcome, Jordan. Um, I'm not going to say the same you to you. <laughs> <laughs> You can find all of our episodes at slappersonlypod.com. You can find us on Twitter at slappersonlypod. You can find me on Twitter at bradipusrex. And you can listen to my two other podcasts, Kylex Why, about Kylex Why, the show about the boy with no belly button that I do with my brother. And then we also do Kamarocha Radio with with the, with the Pot of Greed co-host Argyle. And we talk about Yakuza there, and it's very fun. Max, where can we find you? I'm on Twitter, Instagram, etc. And Maxi Bajillion. I also have two other podcasts. Maybe a third one that my girlfriend and I started planning yesterday over dinner. Who can possibly mm. say? Um, but my other shows that are currently active, there's Pot of Greed, which is at twitter.com slash Greedcast. We're watching Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. And my other show is called Wow Cool Robot. That is on twitter.com slash Podcast. We are, when this episode goes up, we will be like two weeks away from completely finishing Double Zeta. So that's fucking exciting. Can't wait for that. Um, oh my god well i guess we'll have recorded the final episode of double zeta but then there's going to be a wrap-up and everything but you know hits don't stop love gundams you can find all of our episodes hosted by the noise space podcast network Mm -hmm. noisespace.xyz you can find so many fucking great shows on noise space uh many of them such as uh nana royce nightmare and era that's a good one listening to the uh, stare episode that worked today uh county girls make do that one's about the o fucking c hell great yes. name for a great mm-hmm. name for a podcast uh element op about elementary and you can listen to zero to zero cover oh, the snyder cut the mommy box um, which every week every week i listen to them talk about the funny mommy box movie 
and uh, and I try my very best, but I simply am not following. I do not understand what is happening at all. So yeah, it's something. Um, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny to listen to them talk about. You can also listen to Special Gate Snacks. They just finished season one of Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Good fucking show. It's a pretty good show. I need to watch more of it. Um, let's see. Is that is that all for us? Yes, yes, it is. I believe that is. So that will be all for this week. And then next episode in two weeks from now will be on the wonderful video game of Kingdom Hearts Uno. Um, um smiling serenely. Smiling serenely. And then we got to talk, Max, about, about doing a little Monsty Honey. Mm, uh, we got to talk about talking about some Monsty Honey. Got to talk about some Monsty Honey. So maybe maybe you'll see that drop in the feed at some point. Yeah, that'll knows? probably just be like, we'll just put it whenever we please. Whenever we so desire. All right, let's wrap things up, Max. How do we Take it to the close. Podcast. Ask not for whom the track slaps. It slaps for thee. Bye-bye. I Bye. can't think of any Portal-themed sign-offs. I'm glad that my slow clap uh, functionality is still working. 